Uh, Jelly Bongus, everyone. It's uh, in the holiday season. <laughs> so. <laughs> I that that yeah. word is just funny to yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of sounds like jolly um, already. So you can just you know greet everyone with a yeah. Jolly Bingus or a Jolly Bongus this holiday season. Yeah. This episode <laughs> is either coming out on Christmas or slightly before or slightly after. We're recording it a little early because there's a big storm coming in, and I'm uh, you know th- yeah. I, we'll we'll see. If it knocks out the power here or not, a lot of the, I guess it's going to be windy around here, and a lot of the forecasts are saying it could happen, so, you know, we'll see. Hopefully if it does, it's restored pretty quick, but... Yeah. You'll have a great Christmas. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it it snowed a lot like a week ago, but the because of the way the storm is tracking, it's like the middle of the United States is going to be super cold. And here in the east, it's going to get warm and rainy and then become super cold. But for the precipitation part, it's going to be rain. So it's going to wash away all the snow. And then it just might be a little icy when it gets cold and there's still water on the ground. It's like the year without a Santa Claus mm. where um, they get it to snow in the south. Mm. <laughs> like in, in exchange for it. Like, not snowing somewhere else, I think. Yeah, speaking of, is that one of the ones on... We're, we're going to be doing another tier list thing. We didn't get any feedback on the last one, but it was fun for us, so... Hopefully, yeah. all you listeners out there in listener land liked it as much as we did. Um, I think Squid Cap basically said, kinda yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, so, there we go. Yeah, I that mean, Squid Cap at least liked the uh, picture that was, you know, the... Um, image for the episode. Yeah, with S tier um, Mysterio. We, in, in retrospect, I should have just added a tier because I you can do that on Tier Maker. Mm. That was like, who am I? <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Having an extra tier for characters that we wouldn't have bothered to put on the list in the first place because they yeah. had no you know, meaningful impact on the stories they were in. Yeah, like, um, Lizard and Sandman, I think, could be, like, a legitimate F, because they're supposed to be significant, but they just aren't. Yeah, no, th- um, I mean, th- like, in that, in the case of those two, it's like, they wanted to do, I guess, a Sinister Six, except they were one short of having six, because Mysterio was in the early drafts and got cut out. But Lizard and Sandman have no reason to be there otherwise, you know, aside from trying to round it out as a six. Because yeah. the whole thing about that movie was trying to redeem villains who had, you know, died in Dories. Um, yeah, Re- redeem them by curing yeah. their mutations, which... Yeah, and, yeah. Like, it, okay. you know, and it, <laughs> like Doc Ock was redeemed before he died so they had to backtrack and then give him his you know character growth again but lizard and sandman i mean sandman wasn't you know he didn't lose his mutation but he you know got forgiveness from peter for killing his uncle uh and that was like his redemption and lizard had you know full like cured of his lizardiness and also you know redemption um 
So th- those yeah. two didn't need to be there. They didn't Which, fit it's, what that movie was trying to do. Yeah. And I mean, that got kind of fit just because, like, yeah, he was cured, like, yeah. two minutes before he died. So, yeah, yeah sure. We, we can go with that. Yeah, like, it was mostly about Goblin and, like, Electro. There wasn't a lot of, like, emotional resonance to his, you know... Redemption, it just was nice because Jamie Foxx got such a, you know, raw deal out of Amazing Spider-Man 2 that they, you know, let him actually be a legitimate second stringer bad guy. I don't know about that, Jade. He got to sing a techno Mm. version of the Itsy Bitsy Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, if we're ranking him based on cheese levels, he got lots of that. Yeah, you know, he got to be yeah. all, don't you know I'm Electro? Well, uh, you know, the mad scientist guy was, uh, who, who the fuck is doing Electro? whatever mad scientist shit on him. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird. Mm. We, we, we're, we're already on Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I brought it up, but still. Yeah. But yeah, so the main topic of this episode is going to be a Christmas ranking tier list. Um, aside from yeah, that, yeah. I didn't think I was going to have any topics, and then I found out um, uh, Black Adam is on HBO Max now, which I have thanks to mm-hmm. Sean sharing, you know, Dash on the Rage Monster sharing his login with me because I don't want to pay for HBO Max. But I mean, apparently he's he's still paying because I could still log in. So thank you, Sean. I got to see Black Adam. And it was all right. I I love good old um, hyphen stay on the rage hamster. Mm. Yeah, that's my pet name for today. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> you have him to thank for you being Brent every episode of Dice Funk Goatly. Yeah, for the past th- three years that I haven't even listened <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I used to be, like, right up at the top of their credits because uh, I had one of the high donations, and then I lowered it from, I mean, I, I lowered it once, and then lowered it, like, down to base tier after I completely dropped off listening to the show, and I've listened to one of the newer credits, and it seems like that reset my position, so now I'm, like, at the way end of the credits, because it's chronological based on amount you pay or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I paid so much money into Dice Funk over the years they can just, you know, live off of that and yeah. and the goodwill of whoever's still they, listening now. They should make me a plaque mm. because I probably paid for like four yeah. of them. And I'm just giving my audacity a second here because it keeps flickering and saying not responding my computer sucks but I'm sure it's probably picking up everything I'm saying and will uh, show that once it stops being an ass yeah mine was picking up everything other people were saying because they're very mm. loud <laughs> um okay I guess just a quick check mine's let's see 7 minutes 40 almost 7 minutes 50 does that sound about right my Mine's passing 7.54 right okay, now. Okay, yeah, mine just went past 7.53, so that's close enough. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it would be off by farther than that if the amount of time it spent flickering was all actually lost. 
Um, okay. okay. So, um, so you you have Black yeah. Adam. Um, I have Resident Evil Four VR, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Okay, and then we got the <laughs> Aside Christmas thing. from the okay. Christmas thing. Well, Resident yeah. Evil Four. I've played Resident Evil Four on GameCube. So I kind of know stuff about that from like ten years ago. Yeah, it's it's the exact same game except just a different con- control scheme and I think updated textures. Is it all first person? So, yes, okay. um, except the cutscenes. Mm. Um, yeah, it's um. It's actually like the best VR controls <laughs> I've ever mm. played. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's like you, you can. I don't know how it is, and because like, f- first of all, I've never played um, Resident Evil Four. Mm. I've played other Resident Evils. Don't really like them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like I like Seven, but that's like barely a Resident Evil game Ye- by. Um, Normal standards. Yeah, I've I've played a few. I don't like any of the ones with like the tank controls, yeah. especially like four was a big step up because they moved from the you know dramatic fixed camera where it's just a pain in the ass to try to run anywhere because you're using tank controls but you can't control your camera. Uh, four is where they introduced the over the shoulder third person, which made it play yeah. smoother. It still it has some of the things that, you know, like the, the survival-y things that Resident Evil games do that I find annoying, but I'm sure other people love, yeah. you know, the, you, you can only carry so much for ammo and herbs and stuff because you have to fit it all into your suitcase, which is like a Tetris puzzle. Um, right. And at least in the original 4, I think later versions of 4 might have updated it, you still had, I think... Um, ink rolls. Like you had to, if you wanted to save at the typewriters, you have to collect an ink roll and bring it to the typewriter in order to save. So you can't just uh, save willy nilly. I think. Yeah, the the VR version didn't have that. Um, it, unless it's maybe just in professional. Uh, mode. Yeah, actually, the, I, I think it might have just been in hard mode. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Because like they the only two difficulties that were available at the start were easy and normal, um, and after you beat it, you unlock professional, which is like the hard mm. uh, difficulty. Yeah, I mean, um, when it comes to like the you know shooter kind of Resident Evil games, not you know seven I liked, but that one's more like you know, first person exploration. Um, but for yeah. ones where it's like you you shoot the zombies in the head kind of gameplay. Um, Resident Evil Revelations on 3DS was the one that I got into the most. That one, if it's like if four, instead of having an annoying suitcase, had it so when you go into a level because it's all broken up into levels, you can select up to three guns, and each one has a maximum amount of ammo you can carry, and that so it, it's kind of just like a regular shooter. Then you know you've got your your selection right. of guns. And if your ammo fills up, I guess you can't pick up more ammo, but, you know, once you use your ammo, you can go back to where you found the ammo and pick up more. Um, and it just, it's a smoother gameplay experience. 
Although they they yeah, ported so, that one outside of 3DS and it doesn't really it, it's made for a handheld. If you play it outside yeah. of a handheld, it feels like just the environments all feel weird. I I feel like a lot of games made specifically for Nintendo consoles just don't port well yeah. at all. Um yeah, and when they like, you know, like especially especially Wii games. Yeah, and like doing like an upresed, you know, improved texture <clears throat> version of a 3DS game, it just kind of points out like, yeah. oh, these hallways don't really have a lot of furniture or environmental things going on because it was made for yeah. a handheld, and you're just supposed to run down a hallway and you know, zombie drops in through the ceiling and you shoot them and then you go through the door. Yeah, I mean, it's like the equivalent of playing a Super Nintendo game on a big screen TV. It's like, yeah, you can see all the pixels, but yeah. um, if it was on like a 20-inch CRT, it'd look a lot better. Yeah. Um, you know, paradoxically. paradoxically. Yeah, <laughs> um, it wasn't meant to be. I mean, even like N64 games, you know, a lot of the like Switch versions don't quite feel right because they weren't meant to be watched on a like an hd screen the screen's supposed to blur right. a little bit because that's what they were working with at the time yeah and the controls <laughs> don't yeah. even yeah i think that's part of why i also didn't really mind a lot of cg and movies uh as much as other people because i didn't have like the best tv um, so I didn't notice that, like, you know, the, it just, I don't know, like, like, the Star Wars prequels and stuff never looked bad to me, because, you know, if you're watching on, like, a CRT kind of TV, it just all blurs together. Yeah, and Star Wars really isn't, like, one of the worst offenders, um, I don't think. Like, yeah, if you look back at it now, uh, mm. some of the characters don't hold up, but... It's not, like, terrible quality. You know, it's not, like, Blade 2 quality. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and, like, aging is, you know, a factor, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, for for stuff in, made in the 90s, you can half forgive it because it's like, oh, look at this cool stuff. Um, mm. It looks like shit, but isn't it neat? Um but I think once you start getting into like the late nineties and early two thousands, it's like people should know how to do this better <laughs> by now. Mm. Um, and then once you get to modern Marvel movies, where it's like, hey, this background um, looks like shit compared to the characters in the foreground. <laughs> like the lighting is completely off, and it's like, yeah, shut up, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, people start to notice things like that. What what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, Resident Evil Four VR. Oh yeah. Um. So in the original Resident Evil Four, like, did you have to go to your inventory and pick a new weapon every time you wanted to change it? Um. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because the the way it works in VR is um. You, you can equip a, a handgun and a long gun at the same time. Um, oh, like one in each hand? Or? Well, yeah, you, you can dual wield. It's not that useful 
because human mm. brains don't work that way. But yeah, um, yeah, you actually can dual wield. Like there were times where I had like a the a handgun in my right hand and a shotgun in my left because it's it's like oh I can aim with a shotgun because I don't actually have to hit anything. Um, yeah. Ten point. Um, but yeah, it's like y- you you um if you grab at your side you'll pick up your gun if you grab like on your right shoulder you you'll pick up um your your long gun like your shotgun or your rifle hmm. um and at at the your waist on your left is your ammo um because you you manually re- reload weapons. Um, so you, are you wearing like special gloves for this, or how does it track your hands? Um, it's uh, it's. Um, have you ever seen the somebody play VR and they have? Um, it's just like a, a hand controller. It's got. Um, it's got like a trigger on the back. Um, and, uh, there's, like, a button on the side for, like, a, your thumb. Okay. Um, so it's, like, you, you can, you press the button on the side with your thumb to pick something up, and, um, you hit the trigger on the back to fire. Um, okay. So it's, it's basically... Motion controls. Um, okay. Yeah. It's like Joy-Cons. Basically. It, it's it's Joy-Con specifically made for VR motion control. Mm. Basically. <laughs> mm, yeah. I, I don't know how better to explain it. Like, like there, there, there's face buttons um, that you can use with your thumb, but... Um, the, the main control is with, uh, yeah, like there's face buttons and joysticks, um, like on the, on the top of the controller, but mm. there's a, there's a trigger on the back and a thumb button on the side. Um, well, maybe not a thumb, but uh, the, the, mm. <laughs> the important kinda thing like is a that Wiimote, kinda. it, I'm trying to think of the best explanation. I mean, I, I guess I could just Google it <laughs> and show mm. you. Um, hooray for Googling images on the podcast. Yeah, well, it gives me a second to try to grab a... I'm pretty sure i got a bottle of water here. There it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you... you Now that I'm seeing it, I can maybe explain it better. Mm. Um, there's, yeah, it's like a little gun with a ring. Yeah, um, I, I think the, the ring is the um, motion sensor. Okay. Um, I mean, it looks like something you'd have to put your arm through, but it would have to like flip down for that or something. Yeah, I, I think the the ring is just so it picks up better on the on the the motion sensor. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's a trigger on the on the back, and there's a button on the side that you can use with um, your middle finger, I guess. Uh, mm. not not your thumb. Um. And there's a joystick and some face buttons on the on the top that you can use with your thumb. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, like there, there, there's with VR games. There's a lot of um, VR games with movement. Anyway, there's a, a lot of like motion sickness protections on on most games where like mm. if you're moving it um the sides of the screen will like zoom in um uh because apparently if you just move with um full screen um it makes people motion sick um yeah i can imagine if uh you know like when, when you're moving your head in real life you're you know whatever stuff in your head you know your like sense of balance and stuff it it all works together to make it so it doesn't feel like you're just rapidly you know moving position yeah um see like yeah like i i I imagine the vr probably can't track the direction your eyes are looking so you can't really turn your head and also tilt your eyes in a different angle and yeah to to I mean, to look around, you just move your head, though. <clears throat> yeah. But it's, like, complete... But, like, unless it's tracking your eye movements, it would be, you know, whatever direction you're looking is completely based on what angle your head is tilted at. Right. Where in real life, like, I can turn my head side to side and still be facing the same direction because my eyes are still focused in the same point. Yeah. Um, so that's probably where where they need to make accommodations to not make you dizzy because you tilted your head too fast yeah like but stuff like that that's like the compromise for vr um because i think most people do get motion sick um while playing vr at at points i i i don't i guess i'm just lucky i don't know Mm. um you're just always facing the direction that your head tilts yeah (laughs) Um. Yeah. So, like, there, there's a, there's like a teleport movement option, which I don't use. There's a, like, like I said, like there, um, in the full motion, um, control scheme, there's that, you know, focus in option that I, I don't use. Like, I, I turned off all the sa- all the safety stuff, and I never felt sick. I, I, I. I'm kind of interested in why some people get motion sick and some people don't, mm. but I don't. I don't think anybody 100% knows why. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure psychologists have a better take than I can come up with. Yeah. Although I, I would imagine <clears throat> probably, you know, the head tilt versus eye movement you know is is probably a factor in just you know uh equilibrium getting thrown off by uh you know having you know the images that you're seeing seem to move faster than they would you know in just regular head tilting motions where yes you are changing your you know scope of vision you know the the range that you can look but your eyes are still fixated on whatever point that it's not like that point is moving away when you uh tilt your head in a direction yeah i i'm also just curious like why it doesn't affect some people 
Mm. Is it is it like some people's brains just process that in a different way? Maybe like, I, like it. I don't know. I'd be interested to find out. Mm. Um. Yeah, but anyway, I don't use any of that stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, like I've never done anything in VR, but now that I'm thinking about it, there's an arcade near here that has like a some kind of a VR game thing. It, it it's like this like little arena almost thing that you can go inside of and you like put on a helmet and have whatever kind of controllers and you can like walk around in VR in it. Yeah, I I have seen uh, things like that with like um. It's kind of like a treadmill, uh, um, mm. like style where you're kind of locked in. Um, yeah, this might be like that. I'm not sure what the floor is like of this little, you know, circular play area thing. Yeah, I I haven't seen an actual arcade in like <laughs> twelve years. <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of a miracle that there's one here. Uh, it's just that the local movie theater. Wasn't making enough money off movies, you know, especially with the pandemic. So they opened Coin up an arcade. Year. Yeah, they they opened up an arcade and bowling, and somehow the bowling doesn't, you know, like I've, I've it's never disrupted me watching a movie. Like I thought, you know, the walls there are kind of thin, so I thought I'd hear bowling sounds, but nothing so far. Yeah, it, it's it's funny how often um, there's like a. A movie theater slash bowling alley <laughs> slash yeah. um, arcade, and they always they well maybe not always, but they they usually sell beer <laughs> at the bowling. Yeah, alley. this one does too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they have beer and food. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> Resident Evil Four VR. I mm. I haven't actually talked about the game yet. Mm. Um, about how much fun it is protecting the president's daughter in first person as she's yeah. being an idiot and getting attacked by zombies yeah the the biggest problem with Ashley is that she doesn't move out the way when enemies are coming she yeah. just kind of stands there um, which is annoying but mm. the, the, the good thing is that in VR um, you can walk and shoot at the same time Mm. Um, so that's, that's, that's nice. It's actually kind of overpowered, I think. Like, I, I yeah, I mean, that's probably mm. why people say the Wii version was, like, so good, but also broken. Because you can aim while you're, you know, aim just by pointing instead of having to stop and hold down the R button and try to angle your shot and then fire. Yeah. Yeah, like, when, when you can, it, it. It it would be pretty similar to the Wii, like when you can aim by feel. Yeah. Um. You know, instead of just standing in place and like watching where a laser pointer is, um, it, like the direction a laser pointer is. Yeah, yeah, like having to switch from joystick is move button to joystick is aim button. Right. Um, and also, um, the shotgun. <laughs> The shotgun in VR is ridiculous mm. because, um, like, it's something a lot of the enemies, like especially bosses, are not prepared for is for you to just like walk up to them, shoot them once with a shotgun, and then immediately retreat. Mm. Um, you know, because there, there's no awkward, 
there's no awkward moment of okay um you know walk up aim and fire and then move um yeah and then you have to like hold the down button and the b button to spin around and then run forward yeah like you, you just have full motion just um joystick forward fire weapon um joystick backwards and yeah. and then you can actually keep an eye on the on the big scary monster yeah and you can free aim directly for the head and you know blow its head open and then yeah. blow up the plaga when that pops out headshots are so easy <laughs> yeah because um there's there's an option to turn the the laser sighter the um the laser sight on and off Mm. Um, I kept it on, <laughs> which made the game super easy. Yeah, because he, he, yeah, because a lot of the enemies is just if you hit them in the head, it either kills them or reels the weak point that then kills them. Yeah, like like regular enemies, like in, unless there are like three or four of them, they're just super easy. You just shoot them once in the head, um, walk up to them and kick them. Yeah. Um, and then while they're on the ground oh uh, another thing in VR you can swing the knife really mm. fast mm. <laughs> like like they, they do put a timer on it like you, you can't just you know ninja everything just, down yeah but... just waggle your remote back and forth and get free slashes every time but yeah like they, they do put a timer on it but I because I, I was curious how it was different so I, 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 I looked up some discussions on it um and apparently it's almost like it's it's almost twice as fast as you can do it with a controller which is mm. kind of ridiculous when you think about it um yeah yeah they must have increased the animation speed because you can tap the button just as fast but you, you have to wait for the animation to finish yeah oh um i, I didn't finish explaining like how the the inventory works like in real time um mm. so your gun's on your right, your, your like your right waist. Um, your ammo's on your left waist, um, and you have to manually reload. So um, it's like there, there's a button for like ejecting your clip. So you just pick up a new one, um, put it in the the general area where it would be loaded into your weapon, um, and then. Um, there you're reloaded like you can reload ridiculously fast if you mm. know what you're doing um so that and that's just another <laughs> thing that makes the game easier um because y you can reload basically as fast as you can move your hands mm. um so the i think that might be why i like um Resident Evil 4 in VR where I, I don't think I would like it um, on a console just because um, well, see, you've it, played 5 right? I, I have played 5 just because it was co-op. Yeah 4 is like it plays like 5 except without the co-op. Yeah you see like that that, <laughs> that does not interest me at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it would, you know, another step in the progression of Resident Evil as a franchise, you know, becoming more um, user-friendly. Yeah. I... Because I, I, I've, I've 
started Resident Evil 1 through 3. And mm. I, I just hate the tank controls so much. Like, it, it's the reason I can't go play Silent Hill, too. Like, even though they're everybody's favorite games. It's like, yeah. I, I, just, I just can't yeah. get into it's it. It's like the, the remake of 2 and 3, at least, you know, adopted <clears throat> the more modern style. But, yeah, I I played through 1 in college when I had more time to just, you know, deal with all the bullshit controls to get through it. Um, same for... I, I, I've played Silent Hill 2. That's the only one I've played. Um, but, yeah, the controls are just bad. Yeah, like, I, I, I get the idea that the lock camera angles and the awkward controls, like, make it maybe, like, a better horror experience. But also, mm. I, if I but hate a playing lot of it, that's, <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> Yeah, a lot of that's also just, like, if you played it at the time and had to play it that way because that's how games were, yeah. then it's, you know, easier to say, well, it's all part of the experience that it plays like shit because that <laughs> amplifies the whatever. Because you, yeah. you didn't really have a choice, you know, you didn't have any other counterexamples to show how you could do this kind of thing and not have it suck. Um, yeah, like, I mean... They they came out on PlayStation One. It's like the the first three um, D console. So yeah, it's like, like Silent they, Hill being foggy was explicitly because of technical limitations that they couldn't animate that kind of draw distance. So they just put this fog everywhere, and then you know it it works. You know the limitations bred creativity and came up with this cool horror thing. But it was a result of technical limitations. That there's just fog everywhere. Yeah. Like I, I, the the evolution of stuff like that is interesting. Like I, I, I also get the standpoint that you know, like Resident Evil Seven. At that point, it's just a, a first-person horror game, mm. um, slash shooter. Yeah. Um, like that. There's not as much special about it when, um. Like a, a lot of the classic controls are are you know get sanded down. Mm. But yeah. also, I don't I don't really like Resident Evil, so I don't really care. Well, yeah, and they're still doing the remakes at the same time. The remakes that I mean, yes, they are also you know third person, but they they feel more like yeah. classic Resident Evils. And then you've got the yeah. Ethan Winters seven and eight first person ones, and it's you know it's like. Like, Mario has 3D Marios and 2D Marios, and they're yeah. both allowed to keep coming out, so... You yeah, know, the, you can have variety within a franchise of new releases. Yeah, the the remakes look like games I would actually want to play, because they're, they're basically Resident Evil 4 and 5, except more polished. Um, yeah. Like, con- control-wise, not, you know... Um, Quality wise, I, I I don't actually know. I haven't actually played them, but yeah, I mean, I played some of two, and I just I can't really get into like when it comes to Resident Evil. I don't like when they have it like you know you're trying to explore, but also there's some big guy who's walking around trying to kill you the whole time. Yeah, so you can't really explore. 
you know, I can't get the enjoyment of, like, oh, I'm progressing slowly, like, oh, I explored this room, I found this item, I bring it to another place, I get more items, I get better, you know, I improve as things go on, and then, you know, some asshole guy just breaks the door down and kills me, because I wasn't keeping an eye on my map to see where he was at the time. Yeah, that's another thing I liked about Resident Evil 4, is that you can kill everything. <laughs> mm. Um like there there's even bosses that you obviously aren't supposed to just kill mm. like they're they're there for you to you know dodge or incapacitate and then run away yeah but you you can also just shoot them until they're dead um mm. and it might be a drain on resources but um also you don't have to go down that um hallway with the the horror thing chasing you the mm. the the xenomorph which is just a xenomorph and <laughs> yeah i mean that that was one of the fun things about revelations once i got the you know magnum revolver and leveled it up all the way then it's just you just like charge up a bullet and shoot things in the head there aren't as many you know the scary things aren't as scary because you can kill them yeah yeah, and like I, I again, like I, I get the the presence of a of a big bad thing that you can't kill because it, it's a horror game. But also, um, you gave me a gun; <laughs> it's more fun yeah. to to shoot things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I prefer just spooky atmosphere over annoying gameplay things. Like, yes, it is scary that I can't save because the save points are in specific places and I have to get to those places. But it's... it's After a while, it stops being scary and starts just being obnoxious. That it's like, yeah. oh, fuck, I died and the save point was way over there and now I have all this stuff I have to do again. Um, and, it, yeah, it's not scary. It's just irritating. Yeah. It's like the, it's the like, scariness is that little window of time. Like I might lose my progress if I don't get away from this in time. But then uh, once once you die and lose your progress, it tips. Uh, it's not scary. It just sucks. Yeah, it, it's it's similar to like the earlier Dark Souls games, where it's like, oh, you died to this boss. Run ten minutes to get to it again to get all the stuff you dropped. Uh, yeah. Hope you don't die to the the billion enemies <laughs> between you and and them. Yeah, uh, and it's and it's tricky, like how to maintain. Because in order to really get that tension, you have to keep the player in that moment of you might lose a lot, but you haven't lost it yet. So you still have, you can still do something about it, and yeah. that that's like where the tension and the scares really are more impactful. Yeah. So I like that Resident Evil is just dumb. Mm. <laughs> like, like it's just like really corny and dumb. Uh, yeah, everything they, is a weird biological uh, mad science project by an evil corporation. Every every living thing is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and also like. I, I like how Resident Evil starts with, like, oh, um, Umbrella developed this zombie plague, basically. 
Yeah. Um, and then also there's these science. <laughs> yeah. And also there there's these mutants that they made. Mm. Um, and then you get to Resident Evil Four, and it's just like, oh, there's these parasites that have been in a basement in Spain for like a thousand years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they came out and took over town, and but also there's a castle and, uh, you know, whatever, like an island base or something. There's just all these weird locations that don't feel like yeah. they'd be in the same geographical area. The island base definitely just sounds like, oh, we need a third location aside from the village and the castle by the village. Yeah. Like, they, like they totally just wanted, like, the... The Hollywood action movie climax. Yeah, it's like the dark military compound. Even like Seven had that at the end, where it's like, oh, it's a creepy house in a bayou for most of it, and then by the end, you're in like a what was it, like a warship or something. Um, I I think there was was it a was it a warship? I thought it was like an old oil tanker. I might be wrong. Uh, my yeah, some kind of ship. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, because like, you have to go down the river and board a ship, and then you were like in a ship for a, a bit of it. Yeah, but it was a spooky ship. Yeah. And then it turns out the old lady was the host parasite all along, and she's actually a little kid. <laughs> Resident Evil is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, now it's just about tall ladies chasing you around castles. Yeah. At least, I haven't played 8, but that's what the internet tells me 8 is about. Well, there's... there's, I I haven't played 8, but I have watched Let's Plays of it. Because, like... Even even the newer ones, I don't really like playing them that much. Um, hmm. But they, they are... There's something about Resident Evil where it's, it's, it's just interesting. Like, all the weird directions that they go with. Um, so it's like, yeah, there was, uh, Lady D, who, whose name I cannot pronounce. Eh, it's or... Yeah. Dimitrescu. Yeah. Something, something Th- like Those that. are the uh, versions I've heard people say. I don't know which one's correct. I, I think in, in, in the game, it's like Dimitrescu, except with an accent that I can't reproduce. Mm. <laughs> Um, I mean, it sounds French. I think it's... Demetrisque. Or something, I don't know. I don't think it is French, though. I think it's, like, Eastern Europe, like Hungarian. Oh. Yeah, I guess guess that makes sense. Um, Well, I I guess it might be Hungarian, because, like, Transylvania... I I don't... I don't fucking know. (laughs) Yeah, she has a vampire, so... There's her... There's um, her weird daughters, um, and then you beat her, and then there's there's like a, a weird ventriloquist one with like a crazy talking doll lady, mm. um, and then there's just like a weird alligator monster, um, and then there's um magneto except he's named heisenberg and he looks like alucard from helsing (laughs) Mm. (laughs) so yeah there you go um oh and there's like the the weird um main villain woman who's like a 
I don't know. She's like a moth. She like has wings and stuff. It's weird. Mm. Yeah. So that's Resident Evil Four for you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, just, I totally just... didn't accidentally shoot Ashley a few times. <laughs> well, I mean, did did it let you shoot her? Or yeah. Oh. Mm. Oh yeah. If if you shoot her, she just dies. <laughs> um, yeah, people die when they are killed. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> You haven't even seen Fate. You just know the meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, one thing um, I didn't mention yet before we move on is um, I didn't know that there was a shooting gallery in Resident Evil 4, um, mm. but it's really fun in VR. Mm. Yeah, it's probably you know, it being easier to aim and everything. Yeah, the, the the scoring is kind of weird, but the actual like aiming is pretty fun. Mm. Um, but it, that's also just like a, you know, it's 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 like the VR equivalent of you know like a three D movie um, throwing something at the screen. Mm. It's just like basic <laughs> stuff, but I mean it, it's it's fun, so whatever. Um. Yeah, that's about it. Mm. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I was just looking at the time. Uh, I think the tier list, we should probably, you know, the second hour of the podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, and I don't really have, I saw Black Adam yesterday, and I feel like I'm already starting to forget a lot of what happened in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, even, even as I was watching it, I was also like reading the wiki about some of the characters because I was just curious about how closely it kept to comics version of Adam. You know, as much as they can, considering he's a character who's been around since, like, the 40s or whenever, you know, Shazam was originally Captain Marvel at Fawcett Comics before it right. merged with DC. Um, or was bought out by DC. Um, and yeah, I mean... Legally destroyed by DC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the version of Black Adam in the movie, as far as I can tell, his origin is not... It, it, it's just, it's not the anything really like the origin of uh, him in the comics in any of the versions. Like, the original version, I guess, was... Um, it was like Billy Batson's foster brother, who ends up getting this other you know magic power thing or something i don't know it was weird um the the ver- so the version in the movie is uh let's see okay i'm going to try to remember the plot of this thing the, the the plot involves a lot of exposition because they just have to explain to you all kinds of things about all these new characters with their weird magic systems that are popping up um but okay so it starts off the there's like a prologue uh series of scenes about this little kid in ancient kandak which is like a middle eastern country in the comics i guess black adam is from egypt but and then he ends up you know the kandak it's you know one of the many dc um 
regions that are based on real-world areas but are also fictional, like Metropolis and Gotham. You know, Kandak is there, not Egypt or not Arabia or, you know, somewhere in that area. Um, so there's a little kid there, and everybody is enslaved to an evil king who's got them all working the mines looking for this mysterious metal called Ethereum. Um, no relation to the Bitcoin thing, I guess. Um, but, and specifically, he's looking for this thing called the Crown of Sabak, which is this, like, magic crown made of Ethereum that, uh, lets its wearer contact demons and get, you know, power from them, or whatever. Um, and that, they don't, I don't remember if they actually explained, as I was reading on the wiki, it was interesting, like, Sabak is a character from the comics, he's like a demon guy, and his name, it's like Shazam, it's an abbreviation, but where Shazam is like Solomon, Hercules, you know, all, all those, like, Greek god figures or whatever, um, Sabak is the name, it's like, Satan, Asmodeus, Beelzebub. It's like six demon name, famous demon names. Yeah, and it's it it all becomes so. Yeah, so the villain, well, this ancient evil king guy is looking for the crown of Sabak, um, and uh, I don't remember how exactly it progressed. Like the the kid. There was one of the miners found the magic rock thing and brought it to a guard to deliver to the king, and the guard stabbed the guy and threw him off a cliff because they're evil. Um, and But then the kid tried to intervene. I think he ended up stealing, like, stealing the rock and running away with it, and then um, he's about to be executed, but then uh, he is given the power from the wizards to you know, Shazam powers. He's given you Shazam powers, um, and then you assume that's Black Adam. I'm just gonna jump straight to the twist, which actually was surprising. The... So, the kid in this prologue gets the powers, but then ends up using them to save his father by giving, like, transferring the power to his father, and his father is Black Adam. Which is why he you know, doesn't have like the blessing of the wizards and why he uses... Because then the son is like immediately killed after that. After he gives up the powers, some um, assassin with a bow and arrow just shoots him through the chest. Um, so Black Adam... Oh, it's Magneto the father, over again. <laughs> yeah, Black Adam, the father, goes on revenge, you know, like, goes into the king's palace and just annihilates everyone with lightning. And then the wizards are like, oh shit, this guy isn't worthy to hold our gifts. And so they sealed him away in, um, like a tomb. You know, he's just like trapped inside of a lightning bolt symbol on the floor. But, um, you know, we find that out later that that is why he's sealed in there. Because in the present day, there's this woman who's part of a, like, excavation team that ends up finding the tomb vault which is like the place where the wizards bestow power on people um but also they've got the seal in the floor where she it, so it turns she gets like betrayed by a lot of the other mercenaries because it turns out they were actually working for this group called intergang that is 
like a foreign power that is like foreign military power that is um basically ruling the country of Kandak in the present day um and they yeah like they betray her but then she sh- says the Shazam word and releases Black Adam and he you know goes and kills all the bad guys there um and then so after he gets released, the Justice Society... So Amanda Waller has, like, a cameo where she does, like, a montage explaining who the Justice Society characters are as she's talking to Hawkman about the different members. Um, so we're introduced to Hawkman and um, Dr. Fate, played by Pierce Brosnan, who has a really nice comic-accurate costume. Nice. And um So it's a bunch of B listers. Yeah, it's Hawkman, Doctor Fate, Cyclone, who I I guess is just like a woman who has wind powers. It's like storm without all the other storms. It's just the wind storm. Um and Atom Smasher, who is like kinda like Ant Man's power. We only see him grow giant. So yeah. he can grow big and he wears a Deadpool-style mask in this version. You know, it's like a mask where it's just very expressive white eyes. Like It feels like they just got the people who did the Deadpool effects to do this guy's face. I remember uh, him from Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. He, he grows big, and he's kind of a klutz. And so he's the comedy relief. Is he um, the one that dies? No. Um, so do, one, do, do one of them die? <laughs> yeah so dr fate see because he has like visions of the future he sees you know and a lot of his stuff is like very much like movie style dr strange he can see alternate realities he can create duplicates of himself to all swarm mm. on a, a guy um they're like 80 percent the same character <laughs> yeah yeah, so it's like, so the helmet lets him see visions of the future. He sees a vision of the future that Hawkman is going to die in a fight. But then he, um, when, when that fight finally comes at the end, he like locks everyone else out of fighting the demon Sabat guy. And he goes in and fights him alone, knowing that he's going to die, but Hawkman won't. Uh, so Dr. Fate dies. But I don't, I don't his know helmet Dr. is still Fate. around, so theoretically someone else could get it if they were ever going to make a sequel to this which they won't because it bombed super hard um, <laughs> I, I i feel like dr fate's a lot cooler than hawkman so that's a bad trade yeah no he was he was fun like even you know like there'd be parts where like hawkman and black adam were fighting because they just both have huge egos and dr fate's just sitting there casually like yeah i guess this is happening uh i'll intervene if i have to but i'm sure they'll they'll work out their differences um oh yeah they they can snap each other's necks in a split second but you know if i have to get involved i will i mean black adam would completely pulverize because it, it so black adam in this movie he's sometimes he's kind of fun because he's the kind the kind of character who is so serious that he doesn't realize how serious he's being um but also he's like the living embodiment of cool guys don't look at explosions because he, there's like no physicality 
to The Rock's performance in this. A lot of it is just him floating around on wires, raising up a hand while this, you know, visual effects artist animate lightning coming out of his hands. Um, he's like barely, you know, lifting a finger, which is, you know, I, I think supposed to be like, oh, he's so cool, he doesn't even have to try hard. But also, he's not really trying hard. So, yeah, it, it's, it just feels lazy. It's like you, you get a fucking wrestler in there and you don't even have them throw people around like in a fun way. It's like, what's the point? Yeah, it's like, it, it's just, it, it's hard to tell if he's trying very hard to be cool and serious or if he just didn't like being on the set of this thing and didn't want to do much of anything with it. Like, it, it, it was his thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, he... He, he, like, according to him, he made the whole movie, so. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and he dragged Henry Cavill back into the DCU only for him to, you know, get ousted again. Because, from what I've heard, like, there's been other roles, you know, like, at one point, The Rock was gonna play Jon Stewart Green Lantern, and at that point, he was still saying, you know, I'm gonna be Jon Stewart, and I'm gonna beat up Superman. Like, he just really wants to beat up Superman because of that kind of wrestler ego thing of, like, if I can take down the strongest guy, that means I'm the strongest guy. Um, <laughs> and even even if it's all fictional, uh, he still just wants to The Rock should play Booster like, Gold. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they'd bring... Like, I could, if he would agree to be back in another role, maybe he would. Uh, I don't know if he would want to, you know, after Black Adam has, you know, crashed as hard as it has. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I think the problem is he didn't talk it up enough. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, most, I, like, any of the promotion I saw for the movie was either him talking or, I did see some ads, because I don't watch TV anymore, but some of the ads were on, like, Tubi and freebie and some of the like free streaming services that i watch sometimes so i did see ads for that movie before it came out it just never looked that interesting and now that i've seen it it's it's fine you know it's like an x-men level of uh action movie hmm. not not like the good it's not like x2 level it's like yeah not even first class level um Maybe an X Men three level. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> I mean, you know, with, with generosity toward X three being maybe more maligned than it should be. Yeah, um, I mean, that's it, fair. it's about that level of <clears throat> like, yeah, this has some good moments, but otherwise it's just kind of a cheesy action thing. I mean, I did find in this movie, I didn't mind the collateral damage as much as I do in some superhero things. In part because it wasn't that serious and also because all the characters are assholes, so I could believe that, you know, none of them would care that they knocked down a building by throwing a hover bike through it. Um, it's like Black Adam is a character like his whole arc I guess, deals with everybody calling him out as uh, like, oh, you just kill people indiscriminately even though you know the villains are so just like flat evil you know like no personality that you know it's like 
yeah why not i guess they're not they're not even like <laughs> they're human they're in the way really they're designed. people yeah so what's the point <laughs> yeah it's like he, he's throwing all these like evil cardboard cutouts around and people are like you're a murderer you need to stop that if you took him alive we could ask him questions um but uh yeah because then you know the jsa is you know the other side of that they're like they're the ones who are you know telling adam like you need to stop killing people you know we're here to protect people but then you know all like the like the the, the archaeologist woman and all the regular civilians are pointing out like hey where were you guys when we got invaded by inner gang in the first place they've had like military rule over our country for the last 15 years and you guys only come in when they are now under threat um so the jsa kind of suck too you know they're well-meaning but they don't realize you know how much they aren't supporting the little guys yeah i I mean you know political commentary yeah it's it's a thing yeah asab (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean i i i liked the movie i wouldn't put it in my top anything for the year but it was fine yeah i mean it it seems like another dc movie (laughs) Mm. you know like you know none of them are are super good but there's a handful that are you know well shazam was shazam that's the only one yeah yeah shazam and like two-thirds of wonder woman yeah before it turns into just a video game. <laughs> yeah. And, like, maybe Aquaman if they cut it down by, like, an hour because it was way too long and had way too much going on. I heard weird shit that, like, Jason Momoa would be playing Lobo or something. Yeah, that's a rumor. Go- like his. So all the stuff that they had for next year is still coming out whether or not it's actually going to be connected to the new timeline that they end up creating for the next 10 years of dc stuff you know what james gunn and peter saffron are working on so for next year there's the shazam sequel um blue beetle uh the aquaman sequel and uh, some fourth movie I can't remember, um, but yeah, this, vibe. Nah, I've never <laughs> heard of that one. Um, and it, it's not the Joker sequel. That I mean, the Joker sequel is also happening, but that one is a separate universe. You know, Robert Pattinson's Batman is considered a separate, you know, Elseworldsy kind of universe that will still get to keep happening. Um, so there is still going to be room for stories that aren't part of the main timeline. And I don't know if, oh, the flash. Yeah. The, the flash is the other one coming next year. And that one, are, are you if sure anything, it's coming? supposedly, uh, we'll believe it when it actually comes, because even now that they're talking about rebooting stuff, that might become the thing that they use to you know communicate that to people that you know we're recasting some of these characters so that's i don't know it seems to me like they wouldn't even bother like they're 
changing stuff up so much that like they could just get a clean break. Yeah, they shouldn't bother, but they've already spent so much money on it that they, you know, they didn't write it off like they did with Batgirl, so it's probably still coming eventually. What what if they just what if the movie just ends with like the universe being destroyed? Hmm. <laughs> Like just, like no no like oh we're in a new universe now where things are different, just like oh, uh, that universe died. Yeah, I mean I don't I I don't really care either way. Um, you know DC movies, it's just like you know you, you just take them as they are, I guess. You know, like the Suicide Squad was good. Um. Peacemaker yeah. was pretty good. Uh, Shazam was good, so I think Shazam yeah. 2 will be good. Aquaman yeah. was fun, but it just had way too many... It was like three movies worth of plot crammed into one movie, so hopefully the sequel learns from that and yeah. you know focuses in on one... So that there's potential for Aquaman 2. And Blue Beetle is just a cool character, so it's cool that he's actually getting a movie, and hopefully it's good. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people getting really worked up about DC right now. But we, it's like kinda, they can't be much worse than they were. And and we also, you know, like James Gunn has been very transparent about, you know, decisions are being made, but they haven't been made yet. So just sit tight, and maybe in a month or two they'll uh, tell us what they've decided to do because they haven't decided yet. They're still. You know, probably working out contracts with, you know, existing actors and future actors and directors and, you know, figuring out what, you know, like what, what's the best way to come up with, you know, a slate of movies for 10 years. You know, they, yeah. I, I, they've already tried to copy Marvel once and that didn't work. So they're probably I mean, not going to do did, that again. They did it shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, it was like a post 3D conversion to Marvel. Um, that you know they already had Man of Steel, and they're they're like, well, Avengers hit big, so I guess we need to do that now. So let's take these movies we have and put some bad cameos in them and try to say they're connected. And also let's rush make... immediately into Justice League when we don't have all the members. Let let's let's make the MCU, but Civil War is the second movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like Civil War, and then we're gonna do Wonder Woman, but it's a prequel um, that doesn't really matter for the bigger story, and then uh, just jump right into Justice League before we've introduced anybody else. So I guess Cyborg will be set up in five minutes of this movie. I forgot Cyborg was a thing. Yep. He was there. Yeah. They had him in Doom Patrol too, and he did a lot, you know, more interesting stuff in that. That's more nice. Personal stuff. Um, but we're past the hour mark, so should we get into the Christmas uh, tier listing? Sure. Um, I opened so many. Tabs to mm, find yeah, that cl- close all that controller. porn. Get to the yeah. Back Look, to the Jade, Christmas. I can't. I I can't do this show at half job. 
<laughs> you know, rock hard or go home. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, there's our title. Mm. Um, okay, yeah. so I mean, the, the picture is probably going to be the tier list anyway. So people will have to figure out which <laughs> Christmas movie we were hard for. <laughs> It could it could just be the Ernest Saves Christmas um, mm. poster. That one's pretty phallic. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So we we have another tier list. Um. Yep. I'll I'll name the categories because they they are not the d- default. You know, oh. S A B C D. Okay. And also with this one, we made sure to get a list. Where we wouldn't have to guess what the pictures were of. Yeah. These pictures have names on them. Yeah, they're they're movie posters. They have the name right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I haven't what seen. Are, what are the tiers the in this new one? Okay, our top tier is top of the nice list. Okay. Um, the next tier I is great. Write these down. Okay, so top of the list, great. Yep. The next one is all right. Very, very creative. All right, all on this right, Christmas all right. List. Yep. Are there any Matthew McConaughey movies? I guess we'll find. <laughs> yeah, out. we can just put them right into the all right. <laughs> I'll make a new tier called all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next tier is not the best. Okay. And the worst tier is ho ho horrible. Mm. Um, and there's one for haven't seen, which is a nice, you know, utility tier. Okay, that's good. Okay, so the first movie is Noel, mm. um, N O E L L E. Okay, which I'm pretty sure is a romantic comedy that I've never seen. Yeah, it sounds like a Hallmark kind of movie, and I have not seen it either. So I guess that's I haven't seen. It's apparently is that a Disney logo? Uh, it could it could know, be it, like a Disney small, Channel so movie, maybe. I'm pretty sure that is the Disney logo. I've never heard of this. Yeah. I mean I know Disney Channel does a lot of like low budget movies too, so Yeah. Okay, so this is a weird one. Um Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. I have not seen that either. I I probably saw it like twenty years ago when it came out, but okay. So it'll be your um, your decision. What's what's the rating on this one? I'm I'm putting it in haven't seen. Just mm. I, I don't remember it. it. It's Josh has long hair, so it might be after uh, I stopped watching later Nickelodeon. Years. Yeah, like one of those movies they made like two years after the show ended. Mm. Back at the height um, of Annoying Orange and Fred. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so we're starting strong with another movie I haven't mm. seen. Um, the Night Before is the title. Okay. It looks like Seth Rogen in the middle. I can't. Okay. I don't know. I've never heard of yeah, this. Yeah, that's another I haven't seen. That's either Seth Rogen or it's another, like, it's a guy who really wants to look like Seth Rogen. Hmm. Um, Eight Crazy Nights, the Adam, the animated Adam Sandler movie. 
I remember seeing commercials for it a lot, but I've never seen the movie itself. I'm going to put it in all right. Um, I mean, there aren't because... a lot of Hanukkah movies, so... Yeah. And I, I mean... It's it's not a good movie, mm. but um, I have a soft spot for it. <laughs> just because, I feel like that's um, one of the ones in junior high. I had a friend who just quoted it all the time. Yeah, like it, it's it's all it's like ninety percent just like lowbrow poop humor. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not afraid to admit I have a soft spot for. Like just the really dumb Adam Sandler stuff. Mm. Um, okay, we finally hit a big one—a Christmas okay. story. Okay. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I actually didn't write down the categories, but I'd put—I don't know if I'd put that at the top, <laughs> but second from the top, maybe. Yeah. E- either second or third, depending on the day. I mean. It, as Christmas movies go, it is, you know, on the one hand, yes, it's like boomer 50s, um, you know, version of what Christmas is supposed to be. Yeah. But on the other hand, it like, as Christmas movies go, it is not afraid to be like, you know, kind of just quirky and grounded. And it's like this Christmas isn't all good. You know, they're like they, they can't, you know, like the turkey gets eaten by dogs so they have to like go out and get a duck and it's you know yeah. just weird awkward things happening you know kid getting santa's boot to his face and kicked down a sled and <laughs> or kick, kick down a, a, a slide um and like the kid getting his tongue stuck on a pole and uh, yeah yeah how, i mean how, that, how many christmas movies um like just don't have like a morality play to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, know, just, like, there's a lot of sincerity to the movie in its just like yeah. This is just the weird, yeah. quirky things that happened around this Christmas this year. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those movies that do make make you like it gives you the feeling of like being a kid at Christmas. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I I put it in the second tier. I could put it in the first. But yeah, either. I mean, we'll, we'll either way, open. I'd say, yeah. Um, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, because that, one, that one's another classic. Yeah. Um, God, I mean, you know, I've kind of soured on, you know, and it's, it's weird talking, you know, because, you know, it's Christmas, which is ostensibly a Christian holiday, and I've kind of soured on the whole idea of getting preachy in your Christmas movies. But at the same time, like the Charlie Brown still has just the whole humility to it is nice. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole like the thing this little stick of a tree that he just wants to make it look nice. <laughs> like that, you know, there's just something sweet about that. Yeah, it's Yeah, I mean, th- I think there's something to be said about being sincere, like you were talking about, um, yeah, yeah so I like, mean that... like you, I, I'd put it all the way at the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it deserves it. It makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
the Jim Carrey animated Christ- Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah, I started watching that one yesterday because I'd heard it was uh, decent. and It sure is decent. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I didn't like about it was, you know, it was one of those, like, peak 3D movies where they throw shit in your face. But aside yeah. from that, you know, like, yeah, it, it definitely, you know, like, the performances were good. Yeah, like, I mean, it... it if you're starting with the Christmas Carol, it's <clears throat> like you're starting from a h- pretty high point already. Yeah, just yeah. because it's a, a really good story. Yeah, m- um, most of the Christmas Carol adaptations, I think, would at least rank as yeah. the A equivalent. It's 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 hard to screw it up in, unless you really um, like just completely miss the point, I guess. Um, mm. But I mean, honestly, that one as far as Christmas Carol. Um, adaptations go i just put it average <laughs> mm. yeah um, yeah yeah i mean i'm open to like the top three tiers yeah. either one two or just three. because like i did i did look through these and there's several more christmas carol uh, mm. adaptations that i do like better yeah so oh oh my god <laughs> Uh, ignore that. I mm. looked ahead for a second. <laughs> okay. I thought that um, was a reaction to what the next one is. No, no, it's coming later, though. Mm. Um, okay. A Medea Christmas. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Me so, neither. Yeah. So we'll just be um, fair to it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't seen any Medea movies. I, yeah, same. You know, um, I've seen Arthur, like, the memes about them, but yeah, it, it's one of those things that people were really mad about like ten years ago <laughs> for mm-hmm. no reason. Yeah. Um. Um. Arthur Christmas. Is that one the animated one, or is it the live action? Yeah. Okay, it's the animated one. It's I it's the animated like, one. Mm. Oh yeah, I was thinking Fred Christmas. Yeah, Arthur yeah. Christmas. Arthur Christmas is a good movie um, mm. where um, there's like a a meek guy um, who is one of Santa's sons, and he wants to take over the position of being Santa. Yeah, and doesn't he have like a brother uh, who's like a yeah. Air Force captain kind of? Yeah. I I think he has like two or three brothers that are like more because like the santas run like like a military organization yeah um, yeah it's like i i feel like i've seen it but maybe only once so i only vaguely remember things about it yeah i i i watched it a while ago i did really like it though um mm. it's like santa's passed down from father to son um but a- apparently at this point it's run like a military organization where it's just like really cold and efficient yeah but arthur wants to do it in you know like a more sincere way yeah um i it i think it's really good i'd put it in great okay um no no negative reviews yet that's nice Mm. yeah no yeah i mean i know there's at least one on the list i give a negative review to but um Die yeah, a lot too. of them are just. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Well, 
Spoilers, we know where that one's going. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't know if that was the next one. No, that that one's like all the way at the bottom, I think. Mm. Um, Bad Santa. <laughs> I have not seen it. Uh, it's all right. Mm. Uh, it, it's it's just like you know, it, it's it's actually pretty fucked up if you think about it. Mm. Um, so it's all right, but not all right. All right, all right. No, it's just all right. Yeah. Um, it's. Billy Bob Thornton is playing um, like an adult asshole Santa mm. who he like convinces this kid um, that he's the actual Santa. To, yeah, I was going to ask, is he the actual Santa or just like a crappy mall Santa? No, he's 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 a mall Santa who convinces this kid to to let him stay in his house um while his his like the kid's parents are on vacation without him okay. so it's it's actually really fucked up like the the kid is in a really bad spot mm. um but you know oh he's it's like oh yeah he's a, like the santa's a complete asshole um i think he's actually a thief who's trying to rob the mall that he works at mm. um and his his accomplice is one of the elves. So is this uh, one where he learns the meaning of Christmas by the end, or one that's subversive where he's just a jackass and you expect him to have a turn and he doesn't? He, I think he becomes slightly less of a jackass and not a criminal by the end. Okay. And and he gets to fuck the woman from um, Gilmore Girls. Yeah, well, he's a bad Santa. Yeah. Um, Looney Tunes Christmas Carol. Hmm. Is that is that a Christmas? I think it's a Christmas Carol. Is it? Or does it? Uh, it, d- it does it have a title on it or? Yeah, is it's the... really small though. Okay, is I mean it, it's g- not because ba- I saw Bah Humduck was one of them, and that one's also kind of a Looney Tunes Christmas Carol. That might be it, because it, it's Daffy on the front and, like, the okay, old-timey uh, pajamas. Yeah, that I think that's Bah Humduck, which okay. is, it is, like, a modernized Christmas carol where uh, Daffy is running, like, a corporation or something, and I think Porky Pig is Cratchit and he's his employee. I, yeah, Porky's I, I, on there. I saw Sam as one of the ghosts. Yeah, I I remember thinking it was all right. Um, you know, it's one of those newer-ish Looney Tunes things. I haven't seen it in a long time. I don't remember disliking it, but I don't remember loving it either. Yeah, I think it's like one of those series of movies that came out and like, like I think there were a lot of Looney Tunes movies <clears throat> in like the what early mid two thousands. Yeah, I think this one was either like mid late two thousands or early twenty tens at the latest. Hmm. Yeah, I I think I've seen it on TV one random time. It it's probably I think it's one of the ones that Cartoon Network put in their rotation of made for TV Christmas movies. You yeah, know, with like all of the other reindeer. Um, that one's in here somewhere. I don't remember much about what happens in that one. I, I remember that it's based on a book, which is just like a short little children's book about a dog named Olive who hears the um, 
you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and they say, Olive, the other reindeer, and say, like, oh, that's me, I'm yeah. Olive, and, and it's just a cute little story, and somehow they turned it into, like, a half-hour-long Christmas special with a villain. It's like yeah. an evil postman or something. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... I think it is uh, Dan Castellaneta doing his, like... It's not Homer, but it's Homer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that's one I don't remember that much about it. It's just it was on TV during this yeah. time of year. I, I watched it a lot on Cartoon Network. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say Bah Duck is probably all right. Yeah. Um, Barbie the Nutcracker. I have not seen it. Me neither. I feel like it's probably better than I would think, mm. but it's not like I know. Yeah, I mean, like from what I understand, the Barbie movie, like some of them are surprisingly good. A lot of them are just your typical straight to DVD fare. Yeah, and I don't know where this one falls. Um, speaking of straight to video, um, Beauty and the Beast, the Christmas special. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's another one I remember seeing on TV as a kid and mostly thinking, oh, that's neat that they did you know, new scene. It's like a Beauty and the Beast, but because he's still a beast, it's like a interquel. Yeah. It's not yeah. a prequel because it's happening during the time she was at the castle. But Yeah, it's like the, the winter she spent at the castle. Yeah. And there was like an evil, like one of the pieces of furniture is there's like an evil it's organ like an or evil something. Organ. Yeah. 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 But I'm sure if I watched it back, it'd probably be terrible because it's one of those just really cheap Disney sequels. Yeah. I, but I I'd, like I'd say all not, right, probably. Yeah. Like, it's not good for Disney animation, but it's an okay, like, it's an okay animated special yeah i can't trust my memory of it because it's from a time where i would have just accepted anything that was on tv right um babes in toyland i haven't seen it i know it's, it's a classic but i haven't seen it <laughs> okay so we'll put it in not good do we have a not good yeah finally? i mean that might be that might be controversial i don't know if people like it but i, I don't know i don't I mean, like it is it not good or is it ho ho horrible no, it's not ho ho horrible. Okay, so um, it's just I just not good. I haven't seen it in forever. I just don't remember liking it. Mm. Actually, I don't know if we'll have any ho ho horribles, but we'll see if one comes up. Yeah, we'll see. Like, I don't. I can't think of a Christmas movie that I hate. Yeah. Oh, oh, there is one. Unless, if oh. Fred Claus is on there, I might call that ho ho horrible. But fair. There, there is one. Um, way later down the list that mm. will be in Ho Ho Horrible. <laughs> okay. Can't wait. Um, um, Casper's Haunted Christmas. I might have watched this like 20 years ago. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think of... If I've seen it, I don't remember seeing it. The Same. only Casper thing I've really seen is the live action one. Yeah. I just put it in haven't seen, even though I, I feel like I might have seen it like... A long time ago. Yeah, if you have no memories left, you haven't seen it. I I feel like half of these are just like, 
I watched this when I was a kid in 2003, so I'm putting it on the list. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, like it, Drake and Josh. Just It happened to be on TV. Yeah. Daddy's Home 2. I, I haven't seen, seen it. it, but I feel like it's probably ho-ho horrible, so I'm just going to throw it there. <laughs> okay. You're just going to judge this one without having seen it. Yes, I will. Yeah. I, and I will not apologize for Yeah. It. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's Daddy's Home 2, it's not even the first one. <laughs> it's not even the one with, who was that, Eddie Murphy? Maybe. I don't know. I think, I think so. Mm. Um, Die Hard. Um, I mean... It... I, I want to put this at the top of the list, but it's not very much of a Christmas movie. Yeah, and it's kind so. of a meme to call it the best Christmas movie. Like, I think, you know, it's a yeah. good movie. It's not really... It, it, it is an action movie that is at Christmas. Right. Um, but... I'm going to put it in great. Okay. Just because, like, yeah, it's really good. It might be the best... <laughs> it might be one of the best movies on this list, but also... Yeah. Um, it's not very much a Christmas movie, so... Yeah. Um, Deck the Halls. I don't think I've seen it. I might have. It's, it's probably not. It, it's alright. Hmm. It's like a... It's it's a decent like comedy, I think, if I'm thinking of the right movie. Hmm. It's hard to tell with the, the poster. It's relatively small. Yeah. Um... I think Elf. I've just seen I'll the trailer. Put... Oh, Elf is top tier. Yeah. Yep, that's going right up there next to Charlie Brown. Yeah. Like, not even a discussion needed. Yeah. Which, you know, it's surprising, because, like, a lot of, like, the ones that really feel like classic classics are decades and decades old, but Elf, like, from the time it came out, yeah. is just, wow, this movie is fun and silly, but it's got a lot of heart to it, too, and it just really works. Yeah. So. Because, I mean, he's basically just an adult child, so it gives you that feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eloise at Christmas time. I haven't seen it. Um, I think that's like a live action movie with like a little girl. Yeah, <laughs> it's another one of those like Disney Channel things. And I, I, yeah. I haven't seen it. I've seen commercials for it maybe. but It used to play on ABC Family a lot. Okay, yeah, that's um, that's a Disney side channel. Ernest Saves Christmas. You might you might disagree with me. I would put this at the top. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so it's up to you. I could yeah. see it any time because it's on Disney Plus. I just haven't. It's not one I grew up watching, so I've never actually seen it. But I I feel like I'm overrating it, but mm. at the same time, well, like it's, it, it's 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 my decision. It's a classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it has one of the best Santas ever. Mm. It's just like so wholesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anytime I've thought about watching it, it I, 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 maybe watching it, I would actually enjoy it. But thinking about watching it, it feels like, am I going to enjoy this, or is it going to feel like a product of its time? I both. <laughs> like, like to be honest, mm. um, it's like it is very like nineties camp. Yeah. But at at the same time, that's when I, that's when I was a kid. So yeah. it gives me the warm fuzzies. Yeah. Um, four Christmases. 
Uh, haven't seen it. Don't even know what it is. I, it's it's not the best. Okay. Um, I think it's like another rated one comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not great. Fred Claus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'd call Fred Claus ho ho horrible. That's I, fair. I don't remember that much about it. I just remember watching it and finding it like too mean spirited. I I remember Paul Giamatti's in it, and oh um, right, he's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's it's Paul Giamatti is the Santa. He, he's Vince right? Vaughn's brother. Yeah, and he's Santa. Yeah, that Vince Vaughn is got he's Santa's brother, and he just is a grumpy asshole. Um who becomes slightly less of a grumpy yeah. asshole, but also, like, Which, introduces that, that all the Vince elves Vaughn's... to hip-hop or something. <laughs> um, an, an asshole who, who becomes slightly less of an asshole is every Vince Vaughn character. Yeah, it, it's the the kind of Vince Vaughn character where it's like, he's just a jerk, but everybody thinks he's really cool. But he doesn't really feel like yeah. he's cool. It's just, he just... I don't know if it's his ego making him have to be like, I'm going to be a dick to everyone, but I want everyone to think I'm cool. Or if it's, you know, that's just the kind of parts he gets, uh, you know, written for him. Or... He's, he's a Gen X superhero. Hmm. <laughs> um, Friday After Next. I don't remember this Yeah, one. I've never heard of it. Um, Frosty the Snowman. Um, it, it's definitely a classic. I'd say one or two, I guess. Yeah, I. Depending how much nostalgia you have for it. Yeah, I agree. Here's the thing: I, I watched it all the time, but it was always like my least favorite. Mm. um, Of like, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say like (laughs) my feelings on Frosty are just nostalgia. I don't think it really has a strong heart to it you know as an adult watching it it's it's just like a fun little yeah. thing for kids yeah um yeah i i put it in great yeah um that that honestly might be overrating it but whatever it we've might got be, yeah. like we've got like seven all rights and two greats yeah <laughs> um okay i i think this is a frosty sequel okay um, it- yeah, like Frosty's Winter Wonderland. Okay, yeah, I'm wondering if that because there's one that I vaguely remember watching. I I I've, I think I've seen it since, but I remember it being on the TV when I was visiting my grandmother as a kid, and it it's like a sequel where there's the the, the bad guy has developed like a spray can that can get rid of snow. And all the adults in town are like, thank God, we hate snow. And all the kids are like, oh no, there's no snow now. Um, and like as a kid, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, you're like, oh, snow is great. It means no school and you get to go and have fun in the snow. But now as an adult, I'm, you know, like, yeah, I would love to get rid of snow. I fucking hate driving in snow. You know, I have Frosty Fox in it. Yeah, like I have a can of de-icer in my car for 
cleaning the ice off my car when I wake up at four in the morning and have to you know, get ready for work. Because I don't want to have to scrape all that shit. If I could get a can to just spray it off, then that's that's amazing. It's wonderful. Fuck Frosty. You know. It it snows here once a decade, so mm. I don't really have no, those issues. Snow is great when you don't have to drive in it, but when you have to drive in it, it's the worst. Fair. So, and um, that's all I remember about Frosty's Winter Wonderland. I don't remember anything else. I think it's just one of those like really cheap Rankin Bass sequels. So, where do you want to put it? Because I don't remember it. Uh not good. Okay, I'll put it in not the best. Yeah. Um, okay, I think I have to make an all right, all right, all right category. Okay, we've got a McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Okay, I've never seen it, but we we have established he has his own category. Let's see, how do I make a new one? Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. The best, the best, most useful category. Yep. We'll see how many movies it gets. Yep. We're up to one. Mm-hmm. Um, Gremlins. I should. I gotta find out what streaming service that's on because I haven't seen it. it. It's either great or top of the list. Mm. I, I'd put it in great. Okay. Like it, again, it's another one where like it's, it's not. It's like Die Hard, much where it's a, at Christmas, yeah. but it's not about Christmas really. It's just like from what I understand, the Christmas is just there as like a contrast to like all the nasty things the gremlins are getting up to but um it's also at christmas yeah. time and yeah and the whole scene of you know, the, the girl talking about her dad dying in the chimney is supposed to it's kind of an encapsulation of that whole idea <laughs> of like well this is terrible but also funny but also terrible <laughs> um <laughs> it it it's it's one of those things that's like so dark um, that it starts funny and then just gets dark and then gets funny again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Like that, the more you think about it, I guess like you know the director put it in saying like yeah this is dark but it's also kind of funny and then the executives <laughs> were like wow this is too dark you should probably cut it and he's like no I'm this is what the movie is it's you know there's some really dark shit we got like mom you know blowing up gremlins in a microwave uh but yeah. also it's kind of funny because you know mom's blowing up gremlins in a microwave and that <laughs> that edge of like am i scared or amused is you know a lot <laughs> of what the movie is yeah it, it's i don't know it, it's it's delightful but also like holy shit mm. <laughs> um I really don't know what else to say about it. Like I, I love Gremlins, mm. but it, it's not a great Christmas movie. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a great general movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the whole like Die Hard esque Christmas movie is just like you know for people who don't want to watch schmaltzy Christmas movies, but you know are being dragged into watching something seasonal. They can say, well, this is at Christmas, so therefore it's a Christmas movie. Right. Yeah. But it's a Christmas movie you can watch at any time of the year. Yeah. Just like all of them. Yeah, it's <laughs> like Nightmare Before Christmas, but even more than two seasons. 
Yep, I think that's in here somewhere too. Yeah, it, it should be. Um, okay, happiest season. Never heard of um, it. Not, there's a Hulu thing. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah, I don't never seen like Hulu. Yeah. Home Alone three. Ho ho horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Home Alone one. Uh, um, top tier. Yes, ag- agreed. Yeah, first one top tier. Second it's, one, I would also put top tier, which might be controversial. See, I would put it at great. Yeah, I mean, I but, I could not talk top. down to great. Yeah, I I think that's a nice compromise because I I do like it, but also it's just the same thing it, except with Tim Curry, which does give it a lot of yeah. A lot of points. It's got Tim Curry and uh, Brenda Fricker, the the yeah. lady with all the birds. But it's also got Donald Trump, so we can move oh, it down. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that can, that can <laughs> lose a point. <laughs> we could put that in Ho-Ho Horrible just for that one. Oh, no, there's, there's too much else in the movie that's good. We can get yeah, a TV edit where they just eliminate the scene. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. <laughs> if they do just take it out. Yeah, it's political content now. You can't have that. Mm-hmm. Take it out. Yeah. Um, the Jim Carrey Grinch. Ah, I'd put it in great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, a it, really different take on it, but it does have yeah. sincerity to it. Yeah, like it, it's. I don't know if anyone um hates it. Mm. Well, I guess some people would, but. Well, I mean, like maybe more when it first came out, and it was like, "What is this?" Yeah. But um, you know, it, it's definitely established its place in the the Christmas canon, right? Um, the original "How the Grinch Stole Christmas." Oh, yeah, that was top. Yeah, easily. Yeah, like not not no discussion needed. It it's it might be the best Christmas thing ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Grinch is one of those characters like Scrooge. Where you can, you know, it's just such a good, like, you know, story at its core, you know, for trying to convey this idea of a selfish person becoming generous. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... It it, it has to be learned in, like, a, a semi-natural way, though. Mm. Um. And the Grinch does that. It's like he goes all the way. He goes all the way into like evil territory, and then he realizes what a shit he is. Yeah, and then yeah. he learns and the I think true meaning of Christmas. The original of the Grinch adaptations. The original Grinch is probably the best because it's short, and the Grinch as a story yeah. has that kind of a fable quality to it. Where if you try to build out more of a story to it, it you know ironically takes away from like the the power and resonance of the story you know like you you have to yeah. keep it short and simple um and it, it just it works better that way yeah like the the jim carrey grinch is not as it's not as strong like or as as punchy it's just yeah like it's more of a character piece <laughs> yeah like the the jim carrey in the jim Car- you know like the grinch in that movie is fine i think Cindy Lou Who probably has more of a you know, Christmassy arc to her, yeah, in that version than, than yeah, because J- she she's 
tackling the um what what makes that movie great is that the the who's are also um tackling the the christmas thing from another angle yeah it's the the consumer um side of it yeah yeah because like the, like the grinch part of it is just oh he was bullied as a kid and he resents everyone for it um but yeah with the cindy lou and the who's you know it's the yeah like trying to break through the noise of christmas and get it some yeah. like yeah, actual like kindness and generosity yeah still good um it's not next but i'll i'll find it the the grinch that came out like a few years ago um the, i haven't seen it yeah the sound kind of cut a little bit when you were what was the title oh um it's the the grinch um the grinch movie that came out a few years ago oh the illumination one yeah yeah i i had a co-worker who liked it i've been meaning to watch it but i don't want to pay money so i've been waiting for it to show up <laughs> somewhere for free and i haven't Fair. been looking that hard so i don't know if it is on prime video for free by now or not so yeah, yeah I, I guess if I you haven't, haven't seen, seen it either yeah yeah haven't seen um, pending review if I yep. find it for five dollars, I will watch it. Or if I find it for free on a streaming service, I'll watch it. Yeah. It's one of those things. I w- I won't pay to watch it just because there's two other good Grinch things. Yeah, and because it's an Illumination movie, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and assume there's probably some cute little thing that does a lot of background gags because that's what they did in Max, Minions. Or... That's what they did in the Lorax. That's probably what they're going to yeah. do with the toads in the mario movie um yeah the the dog is on the poster so probably yeah maybe like the cute thing that does sight gags for you know half the movie yeah um it's a wonderful life um top tier yeah that that's another one that's just a really good core story yeah and it's funny because that was one that didn't actually do well when it came out but it was so cheap that they just licensed it to all the tv stations and played it over and over and then everyone realized oh this is actually really good it it's so good it um spawned a whole genre of sitcom filler episodes (laughs) yeah 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 it's one of just like really good core premise that you can you know have a express a character's self-reflection um in a way that you know is like you know them actually learning to appreciate how meaningful they are to other people when they can't see or you know when they do like the parody versions of like actually no this person just really sucks (laughs) (laughs) maybe they deserve to feel bad about everything they did yeah yeah, that, that that type of story can really backfire when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jack Frost with Michael Keaton. Snowman. Okay, yeah, the one where he dies and becomes a snowman. I haven't yeah. seen it. Uh, I mean, I've I'd, heard about it. But... I'd put it in great. Okay, yeah, like you know how when I suggested this and I told you, like I apparently have a soft spot for Christmas movies. Mm. This is why I like all of them, mm. except the obviously bad ones. Mm. 
Um, and apparently, babe, babes in Toyland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jingle all the way. Um, I've seen a little bit, and I just didn't really like it that much. I mean, I, I like the I, idea. I love Jingle all the way. Okay, it's like I like the idea. I think because I work retail, when it got to like some of the early scenes of just the craziness in the toy store, I started having like a panic attack and had to shut it off. Oh shit! Well, yeah. not not a full panic are... attack. It's just like, oh, I I this feels too real to me. There, there are the toys, the toy store employees that are just like relish in people's misery. Mm. Um, j- Jingle all the way is fun, and I, I love it. But uh, do you want to put it in all right? Um, because, like, I mean, it's, it's not a great movie. I mean, but... I, I've, I've only seen part of it, so I think if you rate it higher, we'll, we'll go with your rating on it. It, it's it's one of those movies where like yeah it's it's not a good movie, but it it's also extremely fun. Mm. Um, Krampus. Um, are there multiple Krampuses or was there only the? I I think there were multiple, the, but is it the one where the poster multiple... is a hand holding a snow globe? Yes. Okay, I think I've seen that one and I didn't really like it. Okay. I don't remember um, that much. I I remember it feeling mean spirited, which I guess it's a Krampus movie, so that's yeah, fair, but also kind of not really fun. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so I'll I'll put it in not the best. Yeah, it sounded it's like fair because it's it's like a Christmas horror movie, and it's the kind of horror movie that you know. Well, it's a horror movie. It's not going to end well for the. It's like a fan. This like shitty family, and the like youngest kid ends up. I don't remember. He wrote like a letter to Santa or something, and just wishing he'd take his, get rid of his shitty family or something. So, somehow he summons the Krampus, and the Krampus does a bunch of holiday themed like murders. Um, and you know, yeah. and then they're just like fleeing into the woods at the end, and it doesn't end happily. You know, it's. It's a horror movie. It's not supposed to end happily, but it also it's like right. if you're doing a Christmas movie, I feel like there should be a little, I don't know, it's, that that level of cynicism isn't something I really expect from a, a thing that's trying to be a Christmas thing. That's fair. But, um, Last Holiday with uh, Queen Latifah. Never seen it. It, I'll put it in all right. It, it's it's not a good comedy, and it's not a good drama. But I'm feeling generous. Yeah, <laughs> because it's Christmas. I think that's one of the ones I've seen. Like Amazon Prime Video has it in their listings, but I haven't actually watched it. Yeah, I'll I'll put it in all right. Um, Love Actually. Is this another all right, all right, all right? <laughs> Probably. I mean, I'll, all I know is it has a lot of characters, and a few of the podcasts I listen to have, you know, talked about it and how crazy some of the subplots are, but I've never actually seen it. All, all I want to know is if Matthew McConaughey is in it. <laughs> mm. He's one of the 50 major stars that stuffed in that thing. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think he is. Okay. I mean, otherwise, I haven't Ro- seen it, so... Rowan Atkinson, holy shit. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I'll put it in haven't seen. Which is now the largest group. Yeah, it's it's probably going to be like half of all the things on that list are haven't seen. Yeah, I, I can see some that I haven't seen. Um, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. I don't know if I've seen that one. It it's it's one of those ones that um, they'd play um, it like every Christmas in elementary school. I have a soft spot for it. I, I I'd put it in great. Okay. I mean, I know I, I've seen Mickey Christmas Carol, but I don't remember if I've seen Once Upon a Christmas. Yeah. Once Upon a Christmas. I, it's basically just like um, classic Christmas stories um, played out with the classic Disney characters like there's one with Mickey and Minnie um I think they do the gift where okay like M- Mickey um like he sells his favorite thing to buy a gift for Minnie yeah um and Minnie sells her favorite thing to buy a gift for Mickey but the the gifts they the gifts they buy each other are both like accessories for their favorite for the other one's favorite yeah. thing <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know Sesame Street did a version of that in their Christmas special, where it's Bert and Ernie, and it's like Bert sold his paperclip collection to get a dish tray for um, Ernie's rubber duck, and Ernie sold his rubber duck to get a box for Bert to put his paperclips in. But then it turned out they both sold their things to old man, some guy who was a friend of both of them, and he ends up gifting them their things back, so that you know they have their things to go with the things that they sold them for. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember how the original ends. I think they're just like. The, the original, they're just okay, stuck we, in we, the irony of the woman sold yeah. her hair and the man bought a comb. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, well, the, the thought is there, but... We, we, we still got each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mickey's oh, Twice Mickey. Upon a Christmas. Okay, I haven't seen that one, I don't think. Um, I don't remember this one, but... It's the direct-to-video sequel of the direct-to-video <laughs> original. <laughs> I I assume it's just as good. How about that? Yeah, it might be. I'll, I'll be generous. Yeah. Um, it's probably... Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, the one with... Um, what's your face, Matilda? Oh, I don't know if I've seen the... I've seen the original. I don't know if I've seen the newer one. I mean, they're both on here. Let's just get it out the way. Okay. Um, I mean, I I'd say the original. I think probably they're both great. about the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're both great. Okay. They're they're not super different. Yeah. One is just like I think more modern and cynical. Yeah. But, I don't know. I mostly like the part where they're like, "Well, we can't legally declare Santa fictional, so let's just." say well we got all this mail with his name on it therefore the postal service says he must exist <laughs> and just like the most bullshit argument but you know clearly behind the scenes this you know, like the judge and the mayor just don't want to admit that santa isn't real so they can easily yeah. be conned into 
you know, making up a reason why he legally exists. Um, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Uh, I haven't seen it. It it was another Cartoon Network staple. Mm. I'll put it in all right. Mm. I think it was actually a, I think it was actually a pretty good telling of Christmas Carol, but it was also just a telling of Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard to fuck up Christmas Carol. Unlike the next one, which is the best telling of Christmas Carol, which is the, the Muppets. Muppet? Yeah, that one's top. That one's the, the super top yeah. tier. There's a secret top yeah. tier above the top tier, and it's there. You want? Do you want me to actually make one? Nah, we can. we can we can just leave it in the top. I'll I'll just I'll just put it first above everything. Yeah, you, you will that? know how special so it is. It's all the way at the top of the top. Yeah, there we go. It's the cream. This next one. This next one, I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, does does it have a name or? No, it's just it. it like Christmas Vacation is right after it, so it might be. Was there, were there two Christmas Vacation movies? Probably. Um. Yeah, I don't. I was gonna put in Heaven Scene. Yeah, we'll call it Heaven Scene. It yeah. If it can't yeah. be bothered to give itself a name. Christmas Vacation. I'd put that in great. Mm, that's another one um, I haven't seen, but I know it's a classic. Yeah, it's one of those ones that, yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of mean spirited, but also kind of sweet at the same time it, it's mostly mean-spirited mm. humor but, but it's, but it's, it's kind like kind of a christmas story-ish yeah i mean it, it's just um the the dad kind of it, it's it's everybody loves raymond it, basically except um with our rated mm. <laughs> Or like all all the family's over for Christmas and he's kind of losing his shit slowly. Mm. And then I, I think at one point he kind of just has a breakdown and roasts everybody. Mm. But but then they they're like, you know what, we should be better people. And then he's like, I should be a better person. And then they have a nice Christmas. Okay. Um, the nightmare before Christmas. Um probably top i mean nightmare before christmas is one of those ones that i didn't really i was aware of it as a kid i didn't see it so i don't same. have that same you know like a lot of the songs in it i find are like the lyrics just don't flow right you know yeah. like it's hard to sing along with them because they're not really catchy like the the tunes are catchy but they're, the words they're are oingo boingo-esque yeah the, like the words are just like a strange you know like sentences that are crammed into this you know nice melody um but yeah. it's still i mean it's still good i i, I guess great yeah. yeah i when i i only watched it once and i really wasn't into it but i feel like that might have just been my mood at the time because i i do like the i i love the way it looks yeah yeah i think just for you know calling it anything less than top tier already feels like it's going to be blasphemous to the larger internet so i think great is still you know fair Let's just put it in ho ho horrible then we can blast us later. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll get no. the hate clicks when people see that in the, the image for the episode. No, 
I'll put it in great. Like I, I, I do, I do like the the songs and the animation. Mm. Just not much of anything else, to be honest. Um, Office Christmas Party. I don't know what this yeah, is. Nope, never heard of it. Okay. Rise of the Guardians. Uh, it was all right. Yeah. Okay. I mean. I like yeah. It's, I don't remember. It, it's the one where it's Jack Frost and he's he teams up with Santa Claus and the East like an Australian Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy, and they're fighting. Was that Hugh Jackman? Hmm. Was that Hugh Jackman? Um, might have been. They're, they're fighting like the I'm evil Lord of up. Dreams or something, or like nightmares. It's like nightmare dream guy. Um, it was all right. It's yeah. like an action movie with a holiday premise, but otherwise, it's not really like a Christmas movie. It's it's just an action movie where everything is holiday themed, and it builds out that kind of fantasy world of um, like what if all these holidays each had their own like part of reality that's like a reality beneath our own reality. It, it, it's an interesting, fun fantasy movie with holiday trappings to it. Yeah. Um, it is Hugh Jackman. Okay. Um, yeah, he's playing the Rudolph the Red Nose. <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Ah. Uh, it's either I'd, top or I'd great. Put, I'd put that in top. Yeah. Um. I mean that's self-explanatory. Yeah. Um. Rudolph the Island of Misfit Toys. Uh, so that's separate I, from the original Rudolph. Yeah, that's the that's the second one, I think. Okay. I've probably seen it. Great. Yeah, I've probably seen. I don't because rem- I remember him going to the Island of Misfit Toys in the original, but I don't remember there being a follow-up about that. I think there's a whole thing about it in the second one. Okay. I think it's animated differently. Uh, I, um, I might not have seen it. Santa Buddies. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's the same. I'm tempted to put it low just because it probably sucks. Yeah, um, yeah it's cute dogs movie. Santa Claus is coming to town. Classic. Yeah, that, that was tough. Yeah. Scrooge. I, I'd also put that at the top of the list you might have uh, that's other opinions that, that's the one i was actually going to put low because i i I've just i saw it for the first time this year and just found it mean-spirited and like it, it's a christmas carol adaptation but it's one where it doesn't feel like he's really changing you know emotionally so much as just he's a guy having a nervous breakdown um, yeah, he's just scared of his death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, you know, he sees the future and sees that he is going to die. Not even really that he dies from him being a shit. It's just he dies, and then they burn his body. And the fact that they're burning his dead body is what causes him to flip out. Um, yeah. And that, you know, there's just this guy who he fired who, you know, comes back with a gun and is, like, threatening him in his office. Um, and then and then that yeah, guy gets to, like, cat. hold an entire room of, like, 
camera operators hostage. And then it's like, haha, isn't it funny that this guy's got a, this like unhinged guy has a gun pointed at all these people who are stuck in a booth. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really all like right, it. I'll put it in the middle. Okay. <laughs> I thought I would like it, but then I watched it and I'm like, this is just grim for the sake of being cynical. Yeah, I really liked it. Mm. Yeah, maybe um, if I'd seen it when I was younger or something. Maybe. I I, I kind of just really like Bill Murray. Mm. <laughs> um, Snow Globe. Well, I like him as an actor. Apparently he's an asshole. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, from what uh, I've heard you know, more recently about how he is on sets, watching him in Scrooge felt like, oh, this is... This probably wasn't acting. This was probably just him. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the guy who always acts like he doesn't care on screen just doesn't care in real life. Yeah. Um, Snow Globe. I don't, I've, I I don't know of that it. title. Yeah. I I feel like I might have watched it <laughs> like early 2000s, but I don't know. Mm. Um, the SpongeBob Christmas. Uh, I don't know. It's not one of my favorite SpongeBob episodes. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I... I vaguely remember it. I guess it would be alright. Yeah, that's where I would put it. It's like a decent early Spongebob episode. Yeah. Unless they made like a special like five years ago that I have no idea about. I'm not sure. No, I assume it's probably the original. Which I vaguely remember. I remember them like, you know, making all their wishes and putting them in bottles and sending those up to the surface. and, And then Squidward has to play santa claus to you know yeah yeah it was all right um christmas chronicles one and two i have no nope. idea what this never was. never heard of them. okay um the perfect holiday i don't know what that one is i do not yeah the legend of frosty the snowman <laughs> It's another Frosty thing. Okay. I mean, I don't know the, if that's the, the one I was thinking of for the other, the, the sequel the thing. Kids, the kids look familiar, but I don't remember anything about it. I, I guess it would be a haven't seen then. Yeah. I, I think it, it, I think it's one they made in like the early 2000s. Oh, uh, um, the Polar Express, I, I'd put it in all right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it has its moments, but the animation is off-putting, and it has other moments that are just like, this is weird, why the fuck yeah. is Tom Hanks screaming at this kid? Yeah, I feel like mo- half the time it's just weird and annoying. Yeah. It's one that's trying very hard to be a classic. Yeah. Um, Tom and Jerry, Nutcracker's Tale. Uh, I haven't seen it. I'll put it. In, I'll put it in great. I'll I'll go out on a limb for it. Okay. Um, it's just Nutcracker songs, but like Tom and Jerry slapstick animation. Oh. Yeah, I, it's it's weird, but I like it. Um, the preacher's wife. I don't know what this nah, is. Nah, never heard of it. 
feeling feeling a bit weird that neither of us have seen any of the black movies to be honest well i mean i live in new (laughs) england so (laughs) yeah i'm a white person Um, living in new england trading places is that a christmas movie it's probably one that's at christmas but isn't really christmas i'll i'll give it all right yeah it's not my favorite eddie murphy to be honest yeah i I feel like i might have seen it but i don't remember much okay the santa claus oh the Um, the first one um yeah i haven't seen it in a while i mean those movies you know I've, i've seen the santa clauses recently you know the new why basically for, <laughs> it was there and it's weird it's such a weird show but that also made it kind of interesting like th- this is so weird he he goes into like a santa multiverse and meets previous iterations of oh santa God. and also krampus stop and stop with the multiverse and then yeah they they call it the euliverse um <laughs> And everybody tells him that's a terrible name, but he ends up it's called the universe. And then there's like, and then this so Santa's coat has like magic to it that will transform a person into Santa Claus. And he ends up picking a different guy to be Santa Claus because he wants to retire. But then he realizes he that the other guy just has this corporate mindset of like, I'm gonna make it Christmas every day, and everybody's gonna love that. And I'm gonna have my army of drones fly around dropping presents on people's doorsteps and. You know, just this whole, like, Amazon thing. Um, But the guy... Holiday Jeff The guy didn't have... Even though he got appointed to be the new Santa, he didn't have the coat. So there's this whole, like, subplot about if they can get the coat back, then uh, Tim Allen can become Santa again and save Christmas on the North Pole because the North Pole magic is dying because nobody believes in Christmas anymore now that it's Christmas every day and drones are dropping all the presents, not elves. Um... But the coat in the last episode is like crawling on the floor like a zombie because it's alive, and it's just this like just so much weird shit in this. Um, that said, I haven't seen yeah. the first one in so long; I don't remember if I liked it or not. I'll I'll put it in great because there's some things I love about it, but some things that I I think just don't hold up. Yeah, I think like like the, the Santa Claus, the North Pole is is just. 100 out of 100 yeah <laughs> even even if it's just kids yeah no the, like the most interesting thing about that whole franchise is just the lore they've built up around the north pole and like the the elf kids and the just all the weird stuff that they do with that like the, these like weird technical things that they build around the lore of christmas yeah they they have um they have like an elf navy seal squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like in the Santa Clauses, they have like a dungeon where the bars are made of licorice. So they end up just eating their way through the bars to get out. That that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just the kind of weird bullshit this yeah, series does. Um okay, the Santa Claus sequels, I'm just going to put those in ho ho horrible. Yeah, there. I mean, it's just more of the same. I think. I think there's something. Um, like I. I don't think the Santa Claus two is that bad, but I'm just gonna put it in ho ho horrible anyway. Yeah, I think um, the first one has more heart to it. The second one has kind of a rom com thing of 
he you know has to meet a woman who can become the mrs claus uh and also yeah. like his son has grown up basically without a father because his father is santa claus so he's become a bit of a delinquent and the woman he meets is the principal who's you know, trying to get this kid you know back in line um yeah and then the third um, one has something to do with jack frost yeah it, it's the third one is, is just terrible mm. um so i get the ultimate chris wait <laughs> the fuck does it does that say the ultimate christmas uh if it does like, really, i don't know like, if it doesn't look familiar i mean it doesn't sound familiar yeah Disney's The Ultimate Christmas. I don't know what this is. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen. Um, it was the night before Christmas. It's in. looks like an animated special. I don't recognize it. Ah, mm. uh, mate. I might have seen it. I know... Th- there was one... I can't remember the name of it that I used to watch as a kid because we had, we had, like, a tape of ones that were, like, recorded off the TV. And there was this one that was about, like, mice that were, like, they worked in, like, a cobbler shop or something. And, like, at night they would, you know, stitch things up and work on the, whatever, you know, shoes or clothing or stuff. And like it, it was you know, kind of cute and sweet. I don't remember much about it. And I don't know if that's what that one is or not. There is a mouse in the poster, so maybe. It might be that. I mean, I'd say all right. In fact, I'd say probably. If it's the one I'm thinking okay, of, I'll... it's all right. I'll, I'll assume it is, and I'll put it in all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Twas the night. It it just looking at the poster. It looks really low budget, like a made for TV thing. Mm. I'll just put it in haven't seen, unless you know what nah, it is. Nah, it doesn't sound familiar. But I'm wondering if they have low budget, like junky ones. Are they going to have uh, the Christmas tree? I don't see it. No. They missed a good meme. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen that. I've seen enough reviews of that one that I feel like I've seen it. Um, unaccompanied minors. I haven't seen it. I didn't even know it was a Christmas Me movie. Me neither. I think it's what just kids in an airport. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, Not I, I thought it might have We're... been like a Will Ferrell movie or something. I think it's like a, a kid's comedy where they're like separated from their parents in an airport or something. Okay, so it's like Home Alone, except they I, didn't go home. I guess. Um, Winnie the Pooh, uh, a something, something Christmas subtitle. I don't know if I've seen it or not. I mean, most of the Winnie the Me Pooh neither. I've seen is like the original Winnie the Pooh the shorts. Yeah. Um, Christmas with the Cranks, I'll, I'll put not the best. Yeah, my parents like it. I've never been compelled to watch it. It's like everyone in that movie is just an asshole. Yeah. Um, the Year Without a Santa Claus, all the way at the top, S tier. Is that the one with Heatmeister and Snowmeister? Heat, yeah. Or Miser? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, 8-Bit Christmas, HBO Max, haven't seen it. Nope, haven't seen it. Why him? Is that Brian Cranston and James Franco? 
I don't know. I never heard of it. That's what it looks like. Huh. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yeah. Littlest Light. Um, something the Christmas tree. Is that all one title or? Littlest Light and the Christmas Tree. I think that's what it says. Okay. That sounds vaguely familiar, like a, something that might have shown up in Cartoon Network's lineup, but I don't remember. 2004 film. <laughs> it, it has one three-star rating and one one-star rating. Mm. It looks terrible, like like terrible early... CG, I feel like it, um, it's probably one that I've seen like Phalus did a review making fun of it or something. Probably. It the the poster looks awful. I should put it in Ho Ho Horrible just for that. Yeah. Um Santa Claus the movie. <laughs> what a weird ride that is. I think um, that's one the flop house did, so I've heard their review. I don't think I've seen it myself. Yeah. It's not the best. Yeah. It, it it's it, like it's, that weird, weird foreign enough. film, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's weird enough to be memorable, but not good enough to put any higher than that. Mm. Um, Tokyo Godfathers is such a fantastic movie. Mm. Yeah, I have it. Um, I've seen it once. It's a little too sad for me to want to watch again, but I yeah, would say it, it is very good. It, it's. I don't know. It's one of those movies where, like, I don't watch it often just because it wrecks me emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, like, I I can acknowledge how great it is. Yeah. Um. Claws. I don't. That's yeah, so vague. Is. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I. It's claws with a K. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I'm I know I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's one that I've heard of or not. Oh, is that the... It came out in 2019. I remember hearing about this, but I haven't seen it. Okay. Oh, that's that's the weird 3D animated one, yeah. Oh. Um, or maybe... Then, maybe not 3D, or... Uh, yeah, I vaguely... I do it's, remember it's, there being, like, a recent Santa movie that people said was good, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I I think it, it's it's like experimental animation. It's like a Netflix uh, yeah special. Yeah, yeah. I think there was there yeah. was like a Netflix Santa movie that people said was good. I think. But yeah, I never saw it. It, it was a topic of conversation for maybe a month and then disappeared, like most Netflix things. <laughs> um, remember the night? I have no idea what that is. Nope, don't know. Looks like like a movie from like the fifties. Okay, I wouldn't have expected um, it to be that old. But. Holiday in the, I think that's the original movie with Ben Crosby where um, the song "White Christmas" comes no, from. No, the 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 movie is actually called "White Christmas" for that one. Yeah, I I think or I think he did. Did they release it under I a different think, title? Because the movie is called "White no, Christmas." I, White Christmas is a different Ben Crosby movie. Yeah. Um, I think Holiday Inn is an older movie that that he also sings White Christmas in. <laughs> okay. I, I haven't seen that one. 
I, I think White Christmas is a different movie that they probably made later because White the White Christmas song became popular. Yeah. No, I mean, I've seen the White Christmas movie plenty of times. I, I don't know what Holiday Inn is. I, I'm just going to see what year the song is from. Yeah. Um, the, the original song... Wait, hold up. I, I, need, I need to know this. Okay. Um... White Christmas is an Irving Berlin song reminiscing about an old-fashioned Christmas setting. The song was written by Berlin for the 1942 musical film Holiday Inn. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, I did have that timeline right. Hmm. Um, They're old movies, and I don't like them that much. I'll put them in all right. (laughs) Yeah, White Christmas is one that my parents are fond of, and I, I was fine. Yeah. Like it, it's the type of thing where, like, they're probably really good. I just don't like them because I'm not into stuff yeah, from it, that era. Yeah, it's like an old musical where it's just a lot of song and dance numbers. Yeah. Um, Jingle Jangle. I have no idea what this mm-hmm. is. Looks recent. I don't know. Netflix special. Okay. Yeah. Um, Meet me in St. Louis. Uh, never seen or heard of. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Okay. Um, the man who invented Christmas. I have. I. No I idea don't know. Yeah, never heard of it. Um. Buttons, a Christmas tale. <laughs> nope, I don't know what that one is. Yeah, it looks like an older, another older movie. Mm. Um, White Reindeer. Uh, don't know. What a weird poster. Looks looks like a horror movie poster. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. A Christmas Tale. I don't know. I, that's such a vague title. I don't know what that one is. It it it's like an old timey movie. The the poster is. Like broken up into squares that make that make like a a present. Okay. Yeah, I've never is. heard of it. Let it snow. Looks like a sounds like a Hallmark teenager. movie. Yeah, it looks like like a teenager, um, like high school Christmas movie. I have no idea. Nope. Uh, <laughs> um, Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Mm, never seen. Me neither. There's a there's a redheaded woman in front that may or may not be Reba McIntyre. Mm. <laughs> yep, aspiring Sith Lord, Reba McIntyre. <laughs> I love that you remember that. <laughs> it was a title card that you forced me to do. <laughs> yes, uh, Jade. I'm surprised you don't hate me. Um, the Brady Bunch. Wait, a very Brady Christmas. That's a that's ho ho horrible. Easily. Mm, yeah, I haven't seen it, I don't think. Um, Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, that one. That's another one that's the diehard. Like, it's at Christmas, but it's not about Christmas. Um, yeah. And even as a thing on it, it, it was all right. Okay. Um, Santa Inc. Uh, HBO no, Max. I've never seen it. Me neither. 
Um, Solar Opposites. Uh-huh. Disney Plus. I didn't. What is this? That is a. Sh- it's a show from the creators of Rick and Morty. It's yeah, not on Disney Plus obviously. in the U.S. I think it might be on Hulu. Uh, but be- in international territories, you know, they've got Star, which is Hulu on Disney Plus. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't know it was about Christmas though. Um, I've never seen it. I will watch it when it is available on a service that I have. But it's it's I I can hear Justin Roiland's voice out of every character. Yeah, no, it's 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 another <laughs> Justin Roiland show. Um, the holiday. I have nope, no idea. Know. Is that Jack Black? I think it is. Mm. Have I seen this? I feel like I've seen this, but I don't remember it. Um, the Powerpuff Girls Christmas Special. I don't think I've seen it. It me neither. If I have, it's been so long. Um, a bad mom's Christmas. No, no, no. Oh, I'm really discovering the author's Christmas list on this poll. Yeah, half of the haven't seen list has come in like the last ten minutes. Yeah, Holiday Affair, another old movie. Twelve Dates of Christmas. Don't know. I'm I'm gonna put it in Ho Ho Horrible just for the title. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Um, the B. Not to be confused with B movie. It's the bee, um, and one guy is holding a gun and has two people tied up. Um, yeah, that doesn't um, sound like much of a Christmas movie. Um, yeah, haven't seen. Um, Die Hard 2, not the best. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it it's, I don't know, it's not terrible, but it's, out of the three Die Hard movies I would talk about, it's the least good one. <laughs> and that's it. Okay. Um, wow. This list got a lot less fun near the end. Yeah. No, yeah. And I'm just going <laughs> in my head like, okay, so how m- They missed, like, mul- this is a bunch of other versions of A Christmas Carol that I would rate pretty highly that they didn't even have yeah. on there. You know, the, there's the George C. Scott one. There's the Patrick Stewart yep. one. There's... Um, yep. I don't know if I've seen the Alistair Sim one. I'm sure it's fine. The, the Albert Finney, you know, musical Scrooge. That was really good. Um, There's, you know, it, it's weird. They have the Mr. Magoo one, but they don't have the Flintstones one. Yeah, and they didn't have the, like, Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But they, like, they have Bah Humduck, but they don't have uh, the <laughs> Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol. Yeah, which I I, yeah. I I remember watching it as a kid. I don't remember much about it except that Pete is the ghost of Christmas Future and is actually scarier to me than the like any of the skeletal ones. I always thought were cool, but when it's just Pete ripping open a like crevice to hell, it's like oh okay, this guy's. I like Tweety creepy. as the ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah. <laughs> um. The one in Scrooge, too, is just, um, it's like, he opens the coat, and it's like, <laughs> the souls of the damned are stuck in his chest. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, we're done. Um, and we're at like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, this will be a long episode, and uh, the date it goes up depends on whether or not I have uh, power to edit tomorrow. Or, I don't know, I'll, I'll probably just try to get it up on the usual day on Christmas Sunday. I can schedule... If, if I get it edited ahead of time, I can actually schedule on Podbean and tell it what day and time to go up. Yeah. Like, losing power sucks, ex- especially when the weather is extreme. Yeah. Because I know, like, every time we lose power because of a hurricane, it's like in the middle of summer. Yeah. So, I mean, I, losing in the middle of winter might even be worse. Yeah, I mean, we have a generator, so it, it won't be, like, completely out. It'll just be, like, every couple hours we can heat things back up. Yeah. <sighs> well, good luck. I I hope it passes over. Mm. No, wait, that's a different holiday. Yeah, no, that's in a few months. <laughs> Okay, so, um, the first of all, I'm so glad Tokyo Godfathers was on this list because it might be my favorite movie mm. on here. Um, I know I'm an anime bitch. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's uh, what, Satoshi Kon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's why I watched it anyway, because. You know, Paprika was one that I really liked in college, so... You know, I, I've watched a bunch of his stuff. I don't really want to see... What's the one about the pop idol? That one just seems... Perfect Blue? Creepy. Yeah. Yeah, like, that one just seems a little disturbing. I think that's right. I might... I, I think so. I, yeah, I knew it was, like, something blue. Um, But, yeah, like, Paprika and Paranoia yeah. Agent were both really good, and... Tokyo Godfathers is good. It's just you know sad. Yeah, it, it's it's less out there. Uh, yeah, it's more just like yeah. Some people just have it real rough. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm just looking around mm-hmm. trying to remember what other major oversights this list had for holiday classics. I don't know. It's like we went through so many. I can't even think anymore. I mean, there's like a million billion Rankin Bass specials that they left off. Oh yeah, there's I think they, there's like Little Drummer Boy and the all the yeah. weird Santa lore stuff. That yeah, all the, happened after Here Comes Santa Claus. All the ones that aren't really that good. Yeah, I'm gonna move. All right, all right, all right to right under all right. So it's mm. okay. So it's actually in order. Yeah, so it's nice list, great, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Not mm. the best, <laughs> horrible, and then haven't seen, which is massive. Mm. Yeah, that, I mean, that's just the problem with these tier lists based on somebody else's list yeah. of things they think should be ranked. Yeah, I guess we could also just, like, delete that whole thing. <laughs> but mm. also, I guess maybe it might be... Um, interesting to see what we haven't seen. I don't know. Yeah, I, it maybe when I make it the title card, I'll just crop uh, all that out. Yeah, it probably would look better with it gone. To be honest, because it, mm. it, it's it's like the 
the first like the actual important um categories are like i don't know like 10 rows high and then <laughs> the haven't mm. seen is like five rows by itself yeah so it's a full third of the thing yeah all right but i downloaded it so we should probably end this <laughs> it's mm. been it's been way too long i have to go to work tomorrow <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> Uh, okay, well, yep, so, uh, everybody make sure to wish the person next to you, uh, Jelly Bongus or Jolly Bingus, and, uh, <laughs> see what they have to say about that. I, I, I love the idea of, like, Jelly Bongus being a greeting, and Jolly mm. Bingus be, being the uh, reciprocal of that greeting. <laughs> yeah, just have a Jolly, Jolly Bingus. <laughs> That sounds like that sounds like a sex act. <laughs> yeah, bro, she gave me a jolly bingus last night. Ho ho ho! Shut up! <laughs> Shut the fuck! <laughs> yeah, that was that was an easy joke oh, and an unoriginal joke. It's fine. This we have the Santa Claus is great, so yeah. people know where we stand. Yeah, uh, we have jingle all the way in the same category as a Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Oh well. Uh, this was fun. Do we have? Have we ended the show yet? Or uh, we're we're still figuring out how. Um, um have a holly jolly bangus. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Just with no joy. <laughs>